The Torah relates how Yaakov says to Yosef to go see how his brothers are doing. He sends them off. Vayavah Shechemu and Yosef comes to Shechem. Rashi on the words Vayavah Shechemu explains Mokoy Muchon Uparonius. This is a place that was designated, that was ready, prepared for trouble. As the Rebbe will discuss later in the Sikha, which troubles Rashi is referring to. But first, first the Rebbe says we need to understand what was even bothering Rashi in Pshutisho Mikra, for which he needs to explain that Shechem is a Mokoy Muchon Uparonius. So there are Mepharshim that say that since it says already earlier, that Yaakov tells Yosef that your brothers are in Shechem, seemingly it was unnecessary for the Pasek to repeat again, that he comes to Shechem. It could have just simply said, he comes there. And we would have known that it's referring to Shechem. Why do the fact that the Pasek is emphasizing and saying he came Shechem, it seems to be telling us that there's something meant over it, that this is the Shechem, a place that's Muchel is a place that's Ready for trouble. The Rebbe says, It's difficult to say that this is what was bothering Rashi. Because, number one, we find in a number of places where the Torah will repeat the name of a place and doesn't just suffice by saying the word Shom. The Rebbe gives an example in our parsha later on. Yosef is put in prison. So it says, Then it says, Further again, Etc. So in other words, according to Pshat, it's not such a big question when the Pesach will repeat clearly the place that we're referring to, that we're speaking about. Number two, if Rashi is bothered of why the Pesach is repeating the name of the place, if it's obvious where we're talking about, then Rashi should have dealt with this in the previous Pesach. When Yaakov says to Yosef, Seemingly over there was also unnecessary to say Shechem. Because earlier on it already said that the brothers had gone to take care of their father's sheep in Shechem. It could have said simply, Yaakov says, let me send you to your brothers. Or a similar expression. And finally the Rebbe says, if what's bothering Rashi is why the Torah is repeating the word Shechem, that Rashi should have just quoted in his Dibra Maschal the word Shechem or not the word Vayovoi. Now there are some of Farshim that say that what's bothering Rashi is both words, why is it even relevant to say where Yosef came to? Why, why is it relevant to say where this is all happening? A man finds him and tells him your brothers are, are elsewhere, etc. So Rashi comes and tells us that the reason the Torah is telling this to us is because this was a place, but the Rebbe says again, but Pashto simply this is not understood. Since the Torah is telling us that the brothers of Yosef were originally in Shechem, and that Yaakov had sent Yosef to, to his brothers. So it seems, Pashut, that it's the style of the Pasuk, that to tell us that Yosef went exactly where he was sent, which was to Shechem. Furthermore, in order to understand the next Psukim, it needs to say that this is in Shechem. What happens in the next Psukim? The Torah describes that Yosef is Toye Besada, he's wandering or he's lost in the field. He's looking for his brothers. And he encounters a man or a malach. And he says, I'm looking for my brothers. And the man says, They left this place. And they went to Doison. So it seems to be quite obvious that for the understanding of the flow of the story, the Pasuk needs to first say that he came to Shechem. And otherwise, how does it even make sense to, for the Pasuk to say that the man says they left here? Where are we talking about? So first we need to say he came to Shechem. And the man is saying they left Shechem. Now the Rebbe deals with the next part of Rashi, the various different Puranius troubles that happened in Shechem. 
And Rashi says, Sham Kilkalu Ashvatim, this is the place where the Shvatim messed up. Sham Inu Es Dina, this is the place where Dina was violated. Sham Nechlekam Malchus Beis David, this is the place where Malchus Beis David, the kingdom of Beis David, would eventually be split. As the Pasuk says, Vayelech Rechavam Shechem, or Rechava comes to Shechem, Rechavam is the king, the son of Shloim HaMelech. When, uh, when the split happens, and this happens in Shechem, says the Rebbe, we need to understand a couple of, a number of things. Number one, the order of these troubles that Rashi mentions. The story of Inu Esdina happened before Kilkulu Ashvatim, which, as we'll soon see, is referring to the time that the, the Shvatim are, how they're acting with Yosef. So, Rashi should have put it according to the order of how it happened, putting Inu Esdina number one. Furthermore, the very source of where Rashi is taking his Peters from, which is in the Gemara and in the Tanchuma, actually says in the order of how it happened. Inu Esdina comes first. Why is Rashi changing the order? Number three, the Rebbe says, in Gemara and Tanchuma, the expression is, Beshem Machru, that in the Shem, the brother sold Yosef. What, why is Rashi changing this and writing just Sham Kilkalu Ashvatim? This is the place where the Shvatim messed up or they acted in a corrupt way. Seemingly, the word Kilkal could be said, could be used even in things that are not so serious, not so severe. And here we're speaking about something very, very serious. The Rebbe gives an example where it could be used in something not so serious. So we have earlier on the story when Reuven moves the bed of Yaakov and Right afterwards, Reuven is called Bechoyr Yaakov. Rashi says, Afilu Even when Reuven messes up, Koroy Bechoyr, he's still the Torah is calling him a Bechoyr. And to point out that the Rebbe says in the footnote over here, that Reuven didn't sin. And what do we see? That the word Kilkul is being used in something that's not so absolutely severe. If, 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 if so, how could it be that over here when we're speaking about the sale of Yosef, which is definitely something very, very serious, why is Rashi just using this expression, Kilkalu Ashvatim, rather than saying that they sold Yosef? And the Rebbe asks another question. Are these the only troubles that happened in Shechem? We find in Nevi'im, even before the story of Ayelech Rechavam Shechemah, we find another matter of trouble that happened over there in Shechem. The Pasuk says, Vayelech Avimelech ben Yerubal Shechemah. Avimelech, the son of Yerubal, comes to Shechem. And kills out his brothers. This is because he wanted to take over, he wanted to t- take over the kingdom, etc. He doesn't want competition from his brothers. Why does Rashi bring this particular Puronius? And the Rebbe says he cannot say, because this Puronius is something that didn't really impact all of Klaal Yisrael. As opposed to say the idea of Nechlko Malchus Beis David, where the kingdom of Beis David was split. Because Inu Esdino was also something that was relevant mainly just to one person. And then the Rebbe says, on the other hand, is it only bad things that happened in Shechem? We find that there were some very good things that happened in Shechem. Rashi had already brought earlier that in Shechem, Kiblu Yisrael Shavuos HaToyra, the Yidin had accepted upon them, them, on, on themselves the oath of Torah. As described in Nevi'im, how Yeshua makes a Krisas Bris, a covenant with the Yidin in Shechem for the fulfillment of Torah and mitzvahs. Shechem is also the place where Avram hears from Hashem the good news that he's going to have children, the good news that he's going to get for himself and his children, Eretz Yisrael. So what is forcing us in Pshutei Shal Mikra to say that Shechem is specifically a place that's muchan, that's prepared for bad things? So the Rebbe first deals with the, the idea that Rashi says, Kilkalu HaShvatim, rather than just saying outright that the Shvatim sold Yosef in Shechem. And the Rebbe is going to explain that we, that, the, that according to Pshutu Shal Mikra, 
They did not sell Yosef and Shechem, and that's why Rashi couldn't have said that. And Rashi is going over here, according to his Shita, in Pirushay al in his Pirushan Natoira. The Pasuk says that the man says to Yosef that he heard the brother saying, Neil Chadoysayna, we're going to go to Doison. What does this word Doison mean? So Rashi tells us, Levakesh Lucha Nichle Dosois, that they want to, they, he heard them saying they want to look for some sort of legal or halachic excuses with which to be able to kill Yosef. That's what Doison means from the word Dos, which means um, halacha, legal, legalities. And then Rashi says, simply, Doison is a name of a place. And Rashi concludes, the Pesach always has its simple meaning. Now the fact that Rashi is adding after saying both of these explanations, and usually we don't find that Rashi does this after he brings two different explanations, one according to the Agadah and Medrash, and another according to Pshat. So why is Rashi saying that over here? What he means to say is that even the first Pirush, which is Doisan means that they're looking for legalities, is also a Mikra that Doisan is a name of a place. Meaning to say, as the Mepharshim tell us, that Neilcha Doisaino really has two meanings to it, or two ideas. It is a name of a place that the brothers of Yosef are going to Doisan, but the reason they're going is Levakesh Lachanichle Dosois, it includes also the idea that they're going to find some sort of pretext, some sort of reason to be able to kill Yosef. So in other words, according to Rashi's Shita in, in his Pirush Alatoy, the Pshutish Mikra, Mechiras Yosef, according to both Pirushim, is not in Shechem. Rather, it's in Doison. Again, either just plain in Doison, or Doison along with the idea from the word of legalities. And therefore, Rashi can't say what the Gemara and the Tanchumas say, that they sold Yosef and Shechem, because they did not sell Yosef and Shechem. It was in Doison. Now, in the Gemara, Rashi explains, in other words, when the Gemara says that they sold him in Shechem, so over there, Rashi explains, how does this fit with Doison? So Rashi tells us, that when, because when the Pasuk says that he went to Doison, this is a little town right near Shechem, and it can be included generally with Shechem. So it can be it can be considered that they sold him in Shechem. Or Rashi says, Inami, according to the Medrash, that Doison is from the word that they were judging him to kill him. And as Rashi tells us elsewhere as well, that according to the Medrash, Doison is not a name of a place. But again, that's all in Rashi, his way of explaining the Gemara. But again, in Pshutish al-Mikra, we said Doison is definitely a name of a place. And therefore, it doesn't make sense to say that Shechem is a place that's muchon luperonius. Shechem is a place that's prepared for all sorts of bad and troublesome things to happen because of something that happened in a town near Shechem. Another point that Rebbe says, since the Pasuk is specifically emphasizing that there's a, a separate place over here, Nosum is that they left Shechem. They said, we're going to go to Doison, then it's very difficult to say in Pshutish al-Mikra that this is a town near Shechem that's called by the name of Shechem if the Pesach seems to be trying to emphasize that they left Shechem. And this is why Rashi doesn't say they sold Yosef in Shechem. Rather, Rashi says, Sham kilkalu ashvatim in, in, in Shechem was kilkalu ashvatim. There wasn't the Mechira, there was something lighter than that, lighter than which we're only calling by the name of Kilkul. Of course, we're going to need to understand what this is. So the Rebbe says, we need to understand if Mechiras Yosef was not over there, rather it was in Doison, what does Rashi mean with these words, Sham Kilkalu Ashvatim? Says the Rebbe, the explanation of all of this is, 
simply, the way we usually understand this idea that Razal say that this is a Makoi Mukhala Puranius, seems to be that Yosef comes to a place that's generally a place where bad things are happening. As the continuation um, of what goes on to discuss the various different things that happened over there. And simply what we're saying is bad things, Shem is a place where bad things happen, and this is also what happens to Yosef. That's also why something bad happens to Yosef over there. The sale of Yosef happens. In order to tell us that that's exact, and that's not his, what Rashi means, in order for Rashi to emphasize that that's not what he means when he says, Rashi changes the order of the things that happen. And the first thing he puts is Sham Kilkulu Ashvatim. What is Sham Kilkulu Ashvatim referring to? It's referring to the troubles that now happen in these psukim in regards to Yosef. And Rashi is trying to clarify to us and to emphasize to us that Makoi Mukhalapurani doesn't just mean like we thought before, a place where generally lots of bad things happen. It's a Makoi Mukhalapurani is only in specific to Yosef in connection to the sale of Yosef. In other words, what Rashi is saying is, as Yosef comes to Shechem, now starts the preparations in a certain sense to all of the different troubles that happen to Yosef. Why? Because Sham Kilkalu Ashvatim, as we will soon explain. And the Rebbe says, this, once we have that set, that it starts over the Sham Kilkalu Ashvatim, meaning that it's all about the Puranis that are related to Yosef's sale, this will tell us that the other two Puranis, the next two things that Rashi is going to bring, which is Inu Esdina and Nechlekal Malchus Beis David, are also connected with the fact that Shechem is a Mokim Muchel Puranius for Yosef specifically. Again, as will soon be explained. But first, what is forcing Rashi to say this? And this is where Rashi brings the words Vayyavoy Shechemah. That's what Rashi is quoting in his Dibra Maschal. That's actually what's bothering him. What's bothering Rashi here? From the fact that the Pasuk says, Yaakov says, I'm going to send you to your brothers, and he sends him, etc., etc. And the Pasuk finishes off, these are the last words in the Pasuk, Vayavoy Shechemah, Yosef arrives in Shechem. Only in the next Pasuk starts the whole story, what happens in Shechem, he encounters a man, etc., etc. It seems to be saying that Yosef's arrival in Shechem is like a very, very main, integral part of the story of Mechiras Yosef. In other words, the fact that he comes to Shechem is not just being mentioned, or by the way, this is all happening as he comes to Shechem. It seems to be that it's important for the story, Vayavoy Shechem, he now arrived in Shechem, and now the story is about to begin. And the question is, the brothers of Yosef, as we know, are already not in Shechem. They are in Doisan, as the Sukkot will soon tell us. So when Yosef is coming now to Shechem, it's really going to be just very temporary, just passing through. He's just going, going to continue to his brothers to Doisan. So even if yes, for the continuation of the story, it's somehow important to mention that he comes to Shechem, but why does it seem, the Pasuk seems to be, again, trying to highlight this point, emphasizing it, putting a, a, a specific focus on this. It could have just simply say, as Yosef is going, a man finds him in Shechem and he tells him, your brothers are in Doisan, etc. Again, with these words, Vayavoy Shechemo, seem to be unnecessary. It sounds like we're making a deal out of this fact. He arrived in Shechem. 
And this is what Rashi is telling us. Shem is mokim muchel l'peronius. Shem kilkelu ashvatim. What Rashi is saying is that with Yosef's arrival in Shem is not just a by the way detail of the story of Mechiras Yosef. This is is something very very important in 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 the story. That is that this is the place where now his troubles are starting. Because Sham Kilklu Ashvatim, he arrives in Shem, he arrived to the place where Sham Kilklu Ashvatim, what does this mean? In other words, yes, it's true that the sale of Yosef didn't happen in Shem, it's only going to happen in Doisan. But this Kilkul, this mess up of the Shvatim, was already when the Shvatim were in Shem. In other words, that's already when they started thinking and plotting against him. What did the man say? He heard them saying, when they were in Shem, he heard them saying, they're going to look for legal excuses to be able to kill you. So it's in Shem where they're starting to think about all this already. So this is what Rashi is telling us. means Yosef arrived in a place that's ready and prepared for his troubles. Now the connection with the other two Puranis of Shem Inu Esdino and Nechluk Amalchazmeis David with the fact that Shem is particularly a place that's ready for Puranis for Yosef. The Rebbe explains like this. Rashi had already told us earlier in the Parsha that Yosef would tell his father various different things about his brothers. He told his father that Oichlan Aver Menachai they were eating limbs of, of living animals. that they were suspected of acting in immoral ways. Sorry, um, I skipped one. Sorry, Aver Menachai that they ate from a, a, a living animal. that they denigrated, they put down the sons of Bilo and Zilpa, calling them avodim, calling them servants, and Chashudim al and they were suspected of immodesty. And Rashi tells us that Yosef ends up being stricken within, for all of these three things. For Aver Menachai, eventually Vayishchatu, they go ahead and they slaughter a Seirizim, a goat, on the fact that he slandered them, saying that they called uh, the children of Bila and Zilpa um, Avodim. So Yosef himself is sold as an Eved. And the fact that he accused them of, of acting in an immodest way, we have the story of Atisa, Aishas Petifar, the whole story of the wife of Petifar. What do we see from here? That Yosef's punishment is connected with these three things. Says the Rebbe, since Yosef's punishment is connected with three things, Aver Menachai, the fact that Mazalzalim Bevnei is that he put that, he accused, he accused the Shvatim of putting down the, the, the sons of Bila and Zilpa to call them Avodim. And, that the Shvatim Urchshudim Allah Arayus says the Rebbe, we need to say that Shem, which is the Hachono, which is the preparation, the beginning of all of the Puranis and the punishments that are happening to Yosef. So now the Rashi is telling us that Shem is Muchal the Puranis to all three things, three things that are similar to these three ideas that Yosef was speaking against his brothers. And the Rebbe explains each one. Because of the idea of the mess up of the Shvatim, as Rashi calls it, Kilkula Shvatim, which is that they were starting to plot to kill you, which is a concept of Shvichas Domim, this now causes that Shem is a Hachono for the Peronis, for the trouble that's going to be, for what he accused his brothers of not being careful with Avram and Achai, and Vayishchat when they end up slaughtering the, the Seirism, etc., because of the fact of that Shem is the place that Inu is Dina, so now it's a place that's also a Mokam, a place that's ready for the payback, so to speak, 
for the fact that Yosef accused his brothers of Chashudim al and therefore, Vatisa, it ends up being the story with Potiphar, Potiphar's wife. And finally, the Rebbe says, the fact that Shechem is also the place that ultimately will be Shamnechlik on Malchus Beis David, which shows again on a concept of denigrating and putting down and causing Malchus Beis David to be not the way he was supposed to be, through Yeruvah, Musmushevet Ephraim ben Yosef, Therefore, Shechem is also a Mokamuchalaparanius for the zilzal, for this way of acting, of the, what he accused the Bnei, of the, the Shvatim calling the other, the other Bnei Ashvacha is calling them Avadim, and as a result of which, Yosef ends up being sold himself as a slave. Says the Rebbe, so now, automatically the questions that we had earlier are also taken care of. We asked, what about other bad things that happened in Shechem? Says that, or the good things that happened in Shechem? Says the Rebbe, because according to Pshuti Mikra, we're only speaking about Peronius, we're only speaking about troubles and things that happen in connection to Yosef himself. Again, the Rebbe is explaining that all three things that are mentioned is preparing, so to speak, the punishment, is telling us how Shechem is a general place that was prepared for punishment for the way Yosef had acted, and therefore these things happened. As opposed to the things, the good things that happened for all of the Yidden, especially something like the Krisas Bris, that happens with Yeshua, with all the Yidden for Kiyum, Atoyer, and Mitzvahs, this is something that's not specifically relevant to Yosef, and again, Rashi is not mentioning it, because this is something that's relevant for all of Klal Yisrael.